So for those of you who truly love listening to World of Stardom, I did my first show at like one, like maybe about one, two in the morning, like maybe about one, two in the morning, I did my first show on it. Yep. And you know I love playing the music. That's what I did. I gave y'all music for the first show, and I might switch it up from time to time where I will do talk, and then I will do the music as well. You know, one day I might do music, and then one day I might decide I want to talk, and then I'll just talk. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you... If you are a person who does listen to AMP for podcasts, as you know what I'm saying, then you will find room to start them on there. Yep, you will find room to start them on there. So let's get into the show. So I was scrolling, I was scrolling, right? You know, I'm I was scrolling through my Facebook, right? And I saw a post from a friend. You know, he's always, you know, he's always posting him him with his kids, his youngest kids. He has two older kids, but his two youngest, he's always posting pictures with him, spending time with his kids. And he said something that struck, struck me. I've never been married, never had kids, but it struck, it struck me because I know there's a lot of men who feel the same way he he does. In his post, he said, just because the marriage didn't work doesn't stop me from being a father. That's what he said, just because the marriage didn't work doesn't stop me from being a father. And... I hear women all the time complaining they got Debbie baby daddies, the person they had children with now all of a sudden don't want to pay child support. You know, I hear women complain a lot about the men they've had children with. But what he said, I was like, you know what, there's probably a lot of men out there who have the same sentiments, that just because they're no longer with the person they had children with, doesn't stop them from being the father. And I want to talk a little bit about that because I not only do I see where the men don't step up, but I also see it where the women are not letting them step up. Just because the relationship didn't work out between the two of them, they want to hit it where it hurts. And that's not letting them letting them be fathers, meaning spending time with their kids. Because I think I read something where the woman, because remember, and I think I talked about this a long time ago, I think it was uh, last year sometime, that the woman was mad at the man, at the father of her child, because he only brought their child they shared together McDonald's, knowing that she had other kids and he was supposed to buy it for all the kids. 
and it was uh, dialogue going back and forth with people who saw this because it went viral. The story went viral and there was a dialogue going back and forth, you know, with people giving their opinions, saying some saying she's right, some were saying uh, or saying she wasn't right, that she was in the wrong, saying the man's obligation is only to take care of his child. If he only has you only if he only has one child by you, that's his only obligation. It's not his job. And I think I said this, it's not his job to take care of your other children. If the other kids' fathers want to play deadbeat, it's not that man who's doing what he's supposed to do as a father to take care of the other two or whatever other many you have. It's not his job. And when my friend said this, I'm like, you know, you're right. It doesn't. Just because the relationship didn't work out, regardless if you was married or you wasn't married, doesn't stop you from being a father, a mother. Doesn't stop you from that. Because you got where, you know, in the situation, they're not together no more. You know, she's the mother may have fallen on hard times where the kids may live with the father. But even so, it doesn't stop you from being a mother. Your kids is always going to need you to be their mother. A mother a mother has a 24-7 job. Being the mother is a 24-7 job. You understand what I'm saying? Being a mother is a 24-7 job. You get no days off. And I get it if you've gone through something to where your kids are not living with you and they're living with their father until you get yourself back in a state where you can have your kids with you. I I, I wholeheartedly understand, but you still got to be a mother. You still have to be a mother. Just like when the kids are with you, he still has to be a father. You understand what I'm saying? And every weekend, every weekend, he, my friend, he's with his young two youngest, Every weekend, them kids cannot say my, them kids cannot say that they my dad don't love me. Yeah, relationships don't work out, but that don't stop you from being a parent. On either side, there are some women who, because they've, you know, the kids are always with them, that they feel they need a break. So they're going to send the kids to live with their dad now so that they can, so the situation can be like how the dad has visitation and he gets them every weekend or every other weekend. So now the situation is going to switch where he's going to have them all the time and she's going to have them every every weekend or every other weekend. You know, and it's like, no parent should be talking about every other weekend or every weekend I'm going to have my kids. No. And the mother drops them off at school. If you get up at a decent, if you're 
Let's just say you work the night shift and you're off you're you're off of work during the time the kids get out of school, then you as a father, what you do? While the mother's at work, you pick them up from school. So they see your face every day just like they see their mom's face every day. Not just every other weekend or every weekend. Because and the reason why I say this is because there are kids that that are in the foster care system that don't know what near one of their parents look like. If I was in the kid's place, I wouldn't want to be walking up and down the street looking at a person saying, oh, that could be my dad or that could be my mom. Or always questioning, like, what did I do wrong that my mother or father didn't want me? You know, you don't want young kids having that feeling. You don't want young kids having that feeling. So, if you are the parent, you know, you should, twenty. like I said, a mother's job as a parent is 24-7 because she always has the kids. That's why I'm saying, as the father, if you can pick them up from school, so they see your face just like as much as they see the mother's face. You understand what I'm saying? And for you guys who are acting like deadbeats, you know, when you were together, you was being the the, the father of the year, but as soon as y'all break up, all of a sudden, oh, you don't want to you don't want to play daddy. And I, well, I want to say this to the parents, to to the men and women who are parents. If your kid is coming to see you, and it's the weekend, and you're supposed to have them for the weekend, it is not your mama's job. It is not your sister's job. It is not your brother's job. That when your kids come over for the weekend. That they're the ones watching your kids and you're on, you are not. And you deciding, oh, I want to go out and party with my friends, and you leaving them with your mama or your or whoever parents, whichever parent you still have in your life, or your brother or your sister asking them to babysit so you can go hang out. Your mother didn't birth that child. Your sister, your brother didn't birth that child. You did. You as a man had sex with a woman and got her pregnant. Or you as a woman had sex with a man, he got you pregnant. You going out is is going out is not more important than being there with your ch- taking care of your children. Like I get it as a parent you're gonna need a break a time or two. But every weekend, every time your friends call you, talking about we you going to club so-and-so, that you need to go out? I think I've shared this. I think I've shared a story of a family member of mine whose parents raised her first child more than she did, and her and her child don't don't see eye to eye. They bump heads. 
when your grandparents are raising you and they are more like parents to you than your own parent, that is a problem. Like I can see if the if the parents are raising the child because maybe the mom has like some kind of mental issue, but when you are a functioning adult, there's no mental issues with you at all. You should be taking care of your child, not your parents. But people like to push their kids off to their parents so they can go and hang out. And, like, I've been around, and they would say, oh, put, 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 put the baby to sleep first, and then you can go out. No, if I'm the, I don't have any kids, but I'm just saying, if I was the grandparent, I'd be like, go out where? <laughs> uh, you have a child to take care of, not me. I didn't lay down and have this child. You did. Your child needs to know you more than they know their grandparents. Because when your child is going through something and the person they go to is the grandparent and not you, that is a problem. Like, I get it when kids say, you know, I was I was, I was scared to tell my mom whatever they needed to tell their parent. I was too scared. Like, I get that. But when your parents raise your child more than you have, and your child is going always going to them when something is wrong or or they need something, they're going to the grandparent more than they go to you. That is the problem. That is the problem that you need to work on and fix with your you know, you need to fix that's a sign to tell you that you need to fix the relationship with your child. And like like I was saying about my friend when he said that, you know, just because the marriage didn't work out doesn't mean I, you know, that stops me from being a father. You understand what I'm saying? You know, it's crazy, you know. It really is crazy. When I, you know, I hear stories or maybe see from my own eyes a man not being a father to his child or or a woman not letting a man be a father to his child and then want to take him to court and be like, well, judge, he was never there. Well, he was never there because you never let him be there. Just because the relationship... So you and him didn't work out Shouldn't affect him being a parent to his child Because I get it You know Them feelings are still there Them hurt feelings are still there So when you see him It brings, you know bring, You know, some people have rage in them Because Because it didn't work out you know, they have some people have rage in them. 
because if you see, you, I'm sure you've seen some women when the guys say, oh, he got a new girlfriend or he's engaged, you'll see the, the mother of the child say, oh, I don't want your new girlfriend or your fiancé around my child. Well, when they're married, she's going to be there when the child is there. So to say she can't be, like I get it, if the relationship is new and it just started, no, she should not be around your child because you need to, in this relationship, you need to know that the relationship is in a serious status, meaning it's going to go somewhere. It's not some chick he's just randomly bringing home so he can have, you know what I'm saying, so he can fuck, put it that way. If you just somebody I'm screwing, I don't need to introduce you to my child. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, mention that. And, you know, you got to do, as far as parenting go, you got to do better, the men and women. Because... Like, the things I see, like, the things I witness, it's like, and parents, I hate this. Even though most parents say they don't have a favorite child, technically they do. And how you know, how I know that a parent has a favorite child is how they treat one child over the other. Yep, that's how you can tell who's the favorite child. Is how they treat one child over the other. You understand what I'm saying? You got as as parents got to do better because the way this world is going, yet your child ain't gonna survive in this world. Yep, the way this world is going. Your child may not survive in this world. So tonight I got my boy Six or Six Hours Radio joining me. So I'm going to open his mic. What's up, Six? Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Roddy Rose? What up? So I was just talking about, because I saw a post from a friend of mine, because mm-hmm. like every weekend he has his kids with him. His two youngest kids with him, but in this mm-hmm. post with with was a picture of him and his two little kids, and it said, "Just because the marriage did well, he said failed, but I'm I don't want to say the word the word just failed. What? So I said just because, so I put it this way, just because the marriage didn't work out doesn't stop me from being a father. And I thought I was like. Even even though I'm not a person who has kids, but I, I, I felt what he was saying. What you what you that him saying like because I'm because I was like you know I feel like there's a lot of men who feel the same way he does. Okay, so he have his kids with him, you say, every week? Every weekend. 
Because, you know, during the well, summertime now, so I'm sure he has them for the whole summer. But, you know, during the week, you know, during the week is school, so on the weekend, you know. And he said just because the marriage didn't work out doesn't stop him from being a father. And uh-huh. I agree with him. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't stop him from being a father. Because that has nothing to do with the kids. The kids didn't have nothing to do with that. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's how it happens. You know, if the marriage doesn't work out, the, kid, the kids shouldn't have to suffer. They should still have a relationship with both parents, uh, whoever takes custody, whoever has visitation. And, you know, be it the woman have custody of the children or be it the man have custody of the children or visitation, they still should be, you know, coexisting, you know, for the sake of the children. But those children shouldn't have to suffer. So. Now, I totally, that's the same thing I said, you know, because I was like, you know, there are some women out there who because the relationship didn't work out, will keep the father from the child. No, and that's not right, especially if a father want to be a father to his children. You definitely shouldn't shut him out and deny him that right to be a father. You know, you know, men get a bad rap already for not wanting to be fathers. So if you got somebody that definitely want to be instrumental and help to raise that little king or queen, uh, by all means, allow him. Don't get, Don't take that right away from him. Um, and, you know, again, just because it didn't work out, you know, with the mother and father that has nothing to do with the children, and it stands for a solid foundation for both the sister and brother, you know, and it shows them, you know, even though mom and dad didn't work out, you know, they still cared and loved them, you know, and as long as there ain't no strife between the, you know, the two of them, you know, those kids will turn out to be, you know, good Good uh, citizens of society, you know. In most cases, in most cases. So I think I think that's great. So I also was saying that a mother's job, a, a, mo- a mother, being a mother's twenty four seven job. Absolutely. And, and I'm like, you know. If if you as the father, if if the mother works, if the mother drops something off at school, and you're off of work at the time they get off of school, then you as the father, you should go pick them up from school. So instead of just you know you know how some fathers say, well, I get to spend time with my child every other weekend or every weekend. Well, if you're off around the time they get off of school, instead of instead of picking them up, instead of having them every other weekend or every weekend, you could pick them up from school so they see you just as much as they see their mother. And then I was talking about the story that went viral with the young lady who was mad at her, the father of her child, because he bought child, he bought McDonald's for their child they share together, and 
and was mad at him because he didn't bring for the other kids. And she was like, "Nah, my kids ain't gonna split this one meal you got for the from out for the child. My kids." And I'm saying, I'm. I was like, I know what we talked about. I talked about this before, and I'm like, you know, you you. The in that story, the child called him and said he was hungry. Child called him, said he was hungry, and as the father, he does. He went to his favorite place he liked to eat, and got him some McDonald's. He didn't get no call to say, "We are hungry." He got a call from his child saying he is hungry. So as the parent, he did. He went to McDonald's to get his child something to eat because his child was hungry. You can't as the you can't as the other parent. You can't be mad at that. Because there are going to be times when your child is hungry, and you won't have you don't have the money to get it to get them something to eat. Or there may be times where in your house you may not have anything, like because you didn't get a chance to go grocery shopping. You may have limited groceries in your house to be able to feed your child something. Mm-hmm. And being that they can call the other parent and say, hey, I'm hungry, and they buy something or have something t- delivered to the house through Uber Eats or DoorDash or, or Grubhub for them so they can eat, you should be thankful for that. You shouldn't yeah. be mad and at it because you have other children. That is not yeah, that parent's the thing, job. The thing about, listen, the thing about it is it, it, it's, not, it's not the parent's job, but... You and I grew up, and well, I, you know, I, I know your parents were good parents, and I know getting well. If you and I were playing together, your mother and father would get me food just as you got food, and vice versa. My parents would get you food just the same. Yes, you know. Yes, and, and my like my parents, if we're my playing parents, outside, my parents, my parents, my parents have done it. My parents have bought right. McDonald's for, for damn near the whole neighborhood. You know, and you know if if, yeah. if they can do that for twenty plus kids, I'm sure they can do it for four to six kids. If if that, those kids do not if have we're to be playing brought into outside. the world. The world. Hold, hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. Those children are not actually brought into the world. Those children are are they can't defend for themselves. They can't fend for themselves. So the last thing the child should have to be worried about is some food. That's the last thing they should have to worry about. And if the adult is to get food for one, he gets food for all of them. You don't slight no child over no food. You don't do that. But you're right. And like I was saying, if we're if we're playing outside, if I'm thirsty and want a bag of chips, my parents is going to get the person who I'm outside playing with a drink and a bag of chips as well. I'm not saying we're going to have McDonald's because, you know, my mother, she done cooked. So she's not, she ain't buying no damn McDonald's. If she cooked, she's not buying McDonald's. <laughs> but she would, yeah. she would feed, you know, who, you know, feed the child, feed another, feed my friend, 
if we're playing yeah. together mm-hmm. and the their yeah. their parents know that we're to get, that that you're playing. You know, the parents know that we're playing together, and like your parents could still be at work. So, yeah, your parents say it's okay, and you, you know you hang out at my house. So my mother's gonna feed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's not you buying know, McDonald's. I- that she cooked. Yeah, so I, <laughs> right. So I told you about the story when Papa Six Eyes used to bring home Pizza Hut, and, and and see, this is when Pizza Hut was really Pizza Hut. The Pizza Hut today, it, it's too commercial. You know, it's just like everything is is manufactured. You know, you know what I'm saying? You can you can tell Pizza Hut from the '80s versus up to now. It's a total different taste. And I tell you, when Papa Six Eyes used to bring home pizza for us, like we, every Friday we look forward to it. And he brings mm-hmm. home pizza. If Mama Six Eyes wasn't taking us out to dinner, Papa Six Eyes would definitely be bringing home pizza. And you you could set your clock by it. And he would bring home pizza. Also to the to the point to where he started bringing two, sometimes three, because the neighbors always found themselves over at our house. And it was this one guy, uh, my, my homeboy Johnny, rest his soul. His parents used to just feed them. They used to just eat cabbage, kielbasa, tofu, sauerkraut. So pizza was a treat to him. So he would sneak over to the house, and we would have pizza wrapped up for him. But then after his mother found out, you know, he'd just be right across the street. So it was okay. But you know, you you live you live for times like that, and that helps you make your childhood memories. You know, and you yeah. never know, you know, little things like that. You know, it it plants seeds in these children, and they will, in turn, when they grow up, pay it forward. You know, because that's what it's all about. You know, when you we have, but we have to get back to the village in 2023. We got to get back to the old teachings and the old proverb of taking the village away of the family. And if we get back to that, I think we'll fare better as a society as a whole. Right, you know, but, you but, got, but so you got... many times, you know, so many times, hey, you didn't have my blank blank son, you didn't have my blank blank daughter, you wasn't in labor this many minutes, this many seconds, this many hours. But, don't tell my child what to do until but, something mm-hmm. happens. And then you say, well, why does nobody step in? Well, we tried to step in, but you didn't want nobody to help you. Now, but six, you know, six, just God forbid, have... it's, nothing, it's nothing. So God forbid it's nothing tragic that happens. But at the same time, we got to get back to that point that it takes a village. If you want us to help raise your child, let us. You know, we're not trying to become the parent. But you know well as I know is when we grew up, our parents disciplined us when we got home. But before we got home, an adult was able to discipline you. An adult was able to talk to you and get you mm-hmm. straight before you got home. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to get back to that. We really have to get back to that. It's important. You know. But as you, all, that's, you also have to understand. Okay, I guess we're going to jump each other tonight. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm not jumping. I'm just I'm adding to what you're saying. But I'm saying, but you also have to understand Remember, our parents, the ages we are right now, in our our late forties, you know, you know, late forties, fifties. That's when our parents were parents. 
these kids, these parents now were parents at when at teenage age. So just think of a a person as a parent at sixteen. They don't they don't really know nothing at sixteen, especially not how to be a parent. Well, the, well, the thing of not only that, not only that. When we were growing up, our parents were our parents. They were our parents. And nowadays, you know, and I'm not saying all, I'm not saying all parents, but you have parents that try to be their friend more so right. than a parent. Now, you got some, you got some situations where parents will sit up or have a drink with their child, alcoholic beverage with their child. They will drink, they will smoke a blunt with their child. And then right after that, they try to have them be disciplined. Hey, go wash the dishes. Hey, do your chores. Well, you kind of you kind of take away the authority figure of that discipline when you just set up and had an alcoholic beverage and smoked a blunt with them. They're not going to look at you like that. They're going to look at you as a friend, and you have to be a parent. And this is what a lot of parents, you know, unfortunately does, you know. So you got to be a parent. Be their friend, but you got to be a parent. You know, and that's the difference between today's generation versus our generation. Our parents were parents. Yeah, but but you got like I was watching. I think I was watching a TikTok video or something, and the woman said. She was a grandmother, but her age was like thirty-one. So, so you could. So now if she's thirty-one. Her daughter's got to be either early, got to be in her early twenties or whatever, or late teens having a baby. And that's the thing. How is you? You thirty-one talking about your grandmother. When we when we look at what a grandmother is, we're not seeing someone young at thirty one. We're looking for the woman with the gray hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're looking for the woman with the gray hair. You know that's the, the that's the crazy thing. You know that grandmothers are now young. Yeah, grandmothers are like thirty five. Right. Like, you 35 talking about I'm a grandmother. Well, I mean, that's, see, that's what happens, you know, that that's the difference, the different generation. Now, when we grew up, we were latchkey kids. We had that key in our pocket. We had that string around our neck with the key, you know. And, you know, nowadays, you know, parents have to work. You know, mother got to make a living, father got to make a living. So it's not many people that they can trust, you know, a lot of times the bigger brother, bigger sister, they're doing their own thing, you know. So a lot of times these children are left to their own devices, you, you know, Internet, social media is huge. You know, you got, you know, you got, you, you've seen, um, um, name? Uh, the catch a, catch a Predator. Uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Chris, uh, Chris uh, Hansen. You know, you, you got situations like that, you know, especially summertime, 
you know, you know, and and mainly it's the guys, you know, are you know, promise these these little girls anything that their parents won't get for them. Hey, you want new sneakers? I'll get you sneakers. Hey, you want a cell phone? I get you a cell phone. And these girls, they're innocent. They don't know. You know, most of them, mm-hmm. they're naive. You understand what I'm saying? So all they know is they want the new shoes, they want the cell phones. And oftentimes they're put in, in not-so-good situations in order to obtain these, these items. You know, so this is where we got to get back to bigger presence of male figures out there to stop this. You know, when we grew up, we had the guardian angels. The guardian angels were like like the army, but like a local army. They made sure the neighborhoods were protected. They made sure kids could play safely up and down the streets. They could stay out nighttime because they were out there. They were vigilant. They were out there, you know, and, and summer just started. You know, we're like two weeks in the summer, you know. And the thing about it is we got to get back to those times. In order for these children to live and have a future, they got to have a stronger presence out there. You know, the police, they got to stop being scared of the police. You know, when you and I grew up, we were told we could trust the man and women in blue. But, again, with situations, you know, Eric Gardner's, the, uh, you, you know, you, you name them. Uh, Trayvon Martin, you name him. Uh, um, um, what's his name? Rodney King. You know, we can just we can keep going. You know, the school situations. These children are scared. These children are on summer vacation, but they have a lot of memories of the things that happen at these schools. You understand what I'm saying? So that they really haven't begun to have a safe summer yet. You know, and just Hopefully, in my prayer, that the, the crime is kind of curved. We can never stop crime completely. But if we can curve it, it's a little bit better that they stand to have a good summer. You know? And that's all we can hope and pray for. You know? Somebody once told us, you know, hey, you're our future. Well, we got to be able to tell them that. But we got to be able to say it with confidence. You know? and not lie to these kids, but actually say that, and it be so. Yeah, so, so that's what I was, you was talking about before you joined me, and because I see it. You know, I see it. You know, on social media, people. You know, you know, they talk about that be daddy. He ain't doing nothing. Just today, I was. They was on TikTok. I came across an old clip of a show of of this from the show Paternity Court, where the man was in Paternity Court to see if he was the father of some twins. But the thing is, he was saying he don't. He was saying he don't think he the father. His mother was on the TV because they had her because she couldn't be there in the court, so they had her on the TV. She said she think she think those are his kids. 
But he was saying, and I and I hate this for our court system that our court system does this. He said, back in the this is when they were younger. That he got right sent a letter. He got sent a letter in the mail to pay child support. For the for the, for the two girls that he was sent a letter from the court that he had to pay child support, uh-huh. but he never took a paternity test to prove he was the father. Okay. I think because the mother might have said this this is who I think the father you know this is who. The, who she thinks the father is, that because she gave them a name, they put him on child support without doing a DNA test at all. Because the, the, mm-hmm. the twin girls was like, well, when we were younger, you could have you could have you could have dealt with this when we were younger, and got a paternity test when we were younger, so we wouldn't have to be going through this right now. And he showed the judge the evidence that he was forced to pay child support for them. But when they had their per- evidence, the paperwork, there was no father listed. He wasn't even li- I think they were told he was their father, but, like, on the birth certificate and stuff, he's not listed as the father. There was no paternity test done back then, but he was deemed the father, and they was making him pay child support. <laughs> but I didn't see the ending because I don't remember that case, but I didn't see the ending to where they, they said he was the father or not. But the girls was right. If... At that point, you got that letter telling you to pay child support for some kids. You're not sure of yours. You should have went and got that DNA test to prove that you're not the father. Right. <laughs> By not doing that, that's showing to the courts and to the person who put you on child support that, that you, you you have some inkling that you may be the father. Because mm-hmm. if you you you're saying you're not the father, you would have contested it. You would contest it and make them give you a DNA test to prove you the father before you start paying child support. But you didn't do that. Because there was another case like that. It wasn't it wasn't twins, but the guy got sent up. You know, was told he needed to pay child support, and when they did the DNA. He wasn't the father. And the judge said to him, sorry that you had to go through that, you know, that they made you have to pay child support and the child is not yours. But in some states, I'm not sure if it's all states, but I know in some states that if you say so-and-so, you say a person is the father, you tell that to the even if you're not sure if they are the father, if you give the court a name of a person you think is the father of your child, that's who they're going to go after to pay child support. 
the guy, I think there was an episode where the guy was at the hospital, signed the birth certificate, and she told him, you you know, you're not the father. He was like, I don't care. He was that much in, in love with this girl that even though he knew the child wasn't his, he still put his name as the father. Well, see, that's a stand-up guy right there. That's a stand-up guy. Because the thing about it, these children did not actually get brought into this world. You know? So that's a stand-up guy. Some good people are here. There are there are some stand-up men who will, you know, take responsibility of playing father to a child they know that's not theirs, but it's not. See, what you're doing, that's a good thing you're doing, but also you're denying yourself. You're denying yourself the opportunity to actually be a father to a child that's actually yours. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not this, if, if you and the woman were still together, then yes, I would say wholeheartedly great thing you're doing. But if you and the woman are not together, but you still want to play the father role to the child, knowing you knew from jump that's not yours, I commend you for that. But because just like with my brother, when he was in Canada, he met a woman. She got uh-huh. pregnant, and my brother's the type that. That if he dates a woman with kids, he treats them like they're his own kids. Mm-hmm. So all this time I'm thinking I had a nephew that lived in Canada. Mm-hmm. Go to Washington. Go. We go to Washington, me and my mother. And my niece's mother says, oh, that's not his son. And the whole, because he was, when he was in Canada, he was sending pictures of this little boy to us like that's his son. And all the time uh-huh. it wasn't his son. And I'm thinking I got a nephew in Canada. Wow. And I was saying, you know, I was saying, would love to meet my nephew. And then when she said that to us, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, because he went, you know, he didn't have a, um, he didn't have a passport, you know, to go into Canada. Because the mm-hmm. first time my brother went there, he was with this, uh, the carnival. He worked for the carnival, and it was a traveling carnival. And he was working with them, so they traveled, They was going to Canada. So he went with them, and but you, yeah, when you when you're working with a company, you know, you know that that. You're gonna have like a working visa, but to to be able to work in that that um in that country, but mm-hmm. you know he went back to Canada, was in Canada illegally, <laughs> but he got he got a 
he some I don't know what he did, but he got arrested. They told him he's not allowed back. He can come back to Canada, but he had to have the proper paperwork. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, they say you can't come back to Canada until you have the proper paperwork. My brother went back without having the proper paperwork and got arrested and got arrested again and deported back to the to the over to over here. And I'm like, okay, he got us. Um, and, and all this time, he's never said not once this little boy is not his. So I'm See? thinking my brother got six kids, but he only got five. <laughs> See, but that, See, that's the thing. Even though the child wasn't his, he still claimed the child. You See, that, that takes a special person to do that. When you already got five right. kids of your own, that's that's already five kids. You definitely know that's your own. But even no, though but his, he knew his last that that two? sixth child, he knew, but he still claimed that child. Right. And, and that that, that saying, takes a special to do that. So let me. So the boy would be the second out of his five. Out of the total of the six, the boy would be the second oldest. Then the other three will trickle down. The other okay. four will trickle down. So how would the boy be? So my niece is what? My oldest, his oldest is like 30, 30 something. He would be behind her. So he would be either middle 20s or maybe late 20s. Or it could be early 30s, depending on what his age was at the time. So he could he could be in that age range from like twenties well, to thirty. If he's thirty, your brother would be in his sixties then. My brother, no, he would be. My brother would still be. He would be in his fifties, going into his sixties. Like late, he would be in his late fifties, almost going into his sixties. Because my sister, I think, is four years older than him. Okay. You talking about my homegirl? Yeah. So, so, so I'm like, okay. So all this, you know, we thinking a mother thinking she got a grandchild and kid. I'm thinking I got a nephew. But it turns out he wasn't. He ain't the pap. And then when my brother passed, the woman that he was seeing, whose son he was claiming, she was like, oh, sorry to hear about, you know, his passing. And we're like, you know, we, you know, having a conversation with her through social media saying, you know, love to meet even, but, you know, to know that, you know, he's not his son, there's no point in us, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no point in us, you know, for her to be like, oh, you can you can meet my son. There's no point. If he's not his child, there's no point for us to meet him. Mm-hmm. Right.
And once again, you're enjoying Road to Stardom Radio. Check her out seven days a week of independent music. Great conversation. Road to Stardom Radio. So, yeah. So, so this thing that the Supreme Court did with overturning affirmative action mm-hmm. and the messed up part, the messed up part in this situation is that even though there's two black judges in the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas was in agreement with the other judges who wanted to overturn the affirmative action when he benefited from it. They're overturning a policy that's supposed to help your people that you benefited from when you was going to college. (coughs) This is why why all the years they've been calling Terrence, I said Terrence, I mean Clarence Thomas, he was saying he a coon, calling him a coon. Well, the unfortunate part of that is people, once they make it, once they make it, once they get success, a lot of times they forget the struggle that they had to get there. And a lot of times people on the outside looking in only see the success. They don't see the struggle. Okay? And oftentimes the person that becomes successful, they don't remember the struggle. They get amnesia. You know, they don't remember it. So the thing about the colleges is a lot of people want to attach themselves to the the uh the Georgetown, they wanna you know, the Morehouse, you know, Spike Lee you, you know, they wanna attach themselves to those colleges because some people they looked up and admired went to those colleges. But at the same time you gotta have the resources to be able to go to those colleges. If you don't have a scholarship, if there's no type of sports scholarship, a lot of times you gotta have that that uh resource to be able to go to that college if you don't have no scholarship. So instead of chasing schools that don't necessarily want you, you chase the schools that actually want you. The schools that are giving you and sending you acceptance letters, you go after those schools because they really want you there. Now, on the other hand, you want to go to an elite school because your Denzels or your whoever you admire went to that school. You understand what I'm saying? Because regardless... Mm-hmm. If you get in that school, you still have to have the academic mark to be in that school and to obtain the grade point average that's needed to sustain a stay at that school. Otherwise, you're just going to a school that you're robbing people to pay Paul for tuition if you don't have a scholarship. So instead of going after the schools that don't want you, you go after the schools that want you. The schools that's knocking down your doors, sending you accepted letters, those are the schools that you want because they want you. You would start after they want you. And 
you will fare better at those schools versus trying to be at a school who don't necessarily know who the hell you are, but you know this person you look up to, you admire, went to this school, so I want to go to that school. You know, so you want to have affiliation, but you got to have pockets and you got to have the smart to be successful at that school. Think about yep. it. Yep. But I think he went to, I think they said he went to Harvard. And he benefited from a firm action to go to Harvard. Mm-hmm. And I was watching earlier a Living Color. Why the why the episode where they did they did an episode about Clarence Thomas when he first I think this is when he got elected for the Supreme Court and they did the episode where they were in chambers deciding yay or nay in some cases and the first case was about uh a black a black kid and he was like uh he voted nay like he voted for the the other side not the kid's side and then when it came up to um a Spanish person he was like oh I'm a vote he was saying to them oh I'm a vote how y'all vote that's how I'm a vote uh he was get, getting everybody coffee and it was like you know you don't have to get us coffee. You don't have to do all this stuff. You know, this position is, for, is, is forever. He was like, what? Because David Allen Greer played Clarence Thomas. But he was like, when he said, when they said to him, this position is forever, he was like, what? This position is forever? He said, as far as such and such, because he said, oh, the, um, the cops... Because they were saying Bruce with the Spanish guy, they were saying it's police brutality. But he said the cop shot, shot four warning shots. And even though four, he said even though three hit him, they still shot four warning shots. I was like, and then he act, then you know like the 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 um the theme song the shaft. So he was singing that, but. Like he was singing that, <laughs> and it was like, "Shut your mouth!" You know how the 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 girl, the lady in the song goes, "Shut!" They were like, "Shut your mouth!" So they was doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> while he was being clamped. I was like, and "I said this is probably what been going on for years with the real Clarence Thomas, the way he was, you know." Siding with them and not doing what you know what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but um, like I said, as far as the colleges go, like I said, you know, go to the school that's seeking you out. Don't go to you understand because it makes better in the long run. Because again, you got to have the resources to be able to stay at that college. You got to have the academic smarts to obtain the grade point average. You know. 
Because there were some people saying we don't need affirmative action. But, you know, affirmative action ain't really benefit us. It benefited white women more than it benefited us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the crazy part. It benefited them more than it benefited us. Yeah, definitely something to think about. So what did you do for the fourth? What did you do? Let's see. Let me check the board to see if anyone else has joined us. Nope. Nope. No one else has joined us. What did you do for the holiday? What did you say, dude? What did you do for the fourth? I don't celebrate the fall, even though okay. years prior we've done we, like on the fourth we may have had like a barbecue with just the family. It's not really us celebrating the fourth. It's just us having the barbecue. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't we ain't like other people where we go out and we buy plates and stuff, red, white, and blue plates. To let you know we celebrate in the fall, we just have a barbecue, but we we didn't have now one this come, time. How come I haven't been invited to one of these barbecues in all the years? I mean, I why? Because most of the time it's a spur of the moment thing. No one even plans. It's never. It's never really plans. It's a spur of the moment thing. Because if my dad, if my dad was still alive, and it was nice out, he would say, "Oh, we're gonna barbecue." Mhm. And he would have went to the store. He would have sent somebody to the store to get whatever we needed to, to barbecue, and we would have had a barbecue. It's never, when we have, most of the time we have barbecues, it's never planned. Okay. And speaking of cooking and barbecues, I want to tell the listeners about the uh, contest we're in about the the chef, the, the, the cook. Tell us about that. So, Carla Hall. If you know who Carla Hall is, she is doing it. Well, she partnered up with a with a um, partnered up with Favorite Chef, mm-hmm. and there is a contest where the winner gets to be featured in a magazine, a food magazine, as well as win twenty five thousand dollars. Okay. Yep. All right. So what are you gonna do with your money? If I win, exactly mm-hmm. what the profile on the site, what my profile says, is give people a culinary experience of the food that I cook. 
So. Well, would you give me a pair of sunglasses uh, to celebrate? So ba. So basically. Yes. What? Would you get me a pair of sunglasses? Get you a pair of sunglasses? Yeah, Ray-Ban. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, damn. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't get you a pair of sunglasses because that money's already spoken for, so I wouldn't... So if I won, I wouldn't even have no money to buy you sunglasses. Well, spend some of that road to start money. I don't have no road to start money. Okay. Well, they definitely, so, they definitely have, um, they brought you up right. That's good. So with this, with this, well, see, I didn't no. want to in. I no, I'm explaining no, no. to the people. I didn't want to enter the contest till a friend of mine told me I should enter because it says favorite chef. Yes, I I cook, but I I'll be considered <clears throat> I'll be considered a home cook, not a chef. That's why that's one reason why I didn't want to enter the contest because I'm not a chef. Yes, I'm a home cook, but I'm not a chef. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, you, you have to actually be a chef in order to enter this contest, but that's not how they, how they mean it is even though you're a home cook, you can still enter because you can still enter. So, she told me to enter. I entered. They was like, oh, you're in. Just get people to vote for you. They start off with the, I think, start off with top 20. Top mm-hmm. 20 dropped down to top 15. Top 15 is dropping down to top 10. So if I make it into top 10, the top 10 is going to drop down to top 5. And then I guess from okay. there. And you and for the listeners, for the listeners, you are telling me I have to buy my own sunglasses, right? That I'm, what you're telling our listeners. I can't afford to buy you some Ray Bans. Even, even though I, even though I just had a birthday, another trip around the sun, and, and I, I told you happy birthday. I I'm saying happy I, birthday I, to you. Something I don't I, normally do. I say happy birthday to you. And I asked my good friend, Road to Stardom, who is rolling in the dough, to get me a pair of sunglasses. Don't believe that. And and she, I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, you got crowned chicken. I I don't understand. I don't have no crowned chicken. Well, so you didn't buy the the crowned chicken franchise? No, I did not. <laughs> well, you are Road to Stardom, right? Now, what that's supposed to mean? Just because I'm Road to Stardom, it's supposed to mean something? Well, you're in Jersey, right? That's where I live. Right. 
So let me read the article. Let me get the article. Road to Southern of Jersey has successively and proudly brought the franchise of Crown Chicken. No, I did not. Under, can I finish reading? Said to be under new management, Road to Stardom will put the other recipe of chicken to shame with her new and thought-out recipe. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Now, that's you, right? <laughs> I, I would never buy a Crown's chicken. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Even if I had the money, I would never buy a Crown's chicken. But you already have, bro. You've already bought Crown's chicken. No, I do not. I'm looking at it right here on page 23. You're smiling. <laughs> and, yeah. That's not you? Nope. Because I don't smile. That's not you. So that's how I know what they mean. That's not you on page 23. Nope. Okay. All right. See, if I'm going to buy into a franchise, I'm not going to buy Crown's Fried Chicken. Well, why don't you buy Sneaky Sam's? Why don't you get a Sneaky Sam's franchise? Now that, right, you do that. I uh, know. No? I Just like I told you when we had a discussion, when you asked me to help you save Sneaky Sam's, I said I can't do that because it'd be, I'll be telling lies to the people because I've never tasted their food. So I can't not help you save a business I never tasted their food. And I wouldn't, I would never franchise a business if I never tasted their food. But I've tasted the food. So you can do it. You you love eating that Sneaky Sam's. So you can franchise it and save it. All right. That's what I'll do. I'll save Sneaky Sam's. Like, if I'm going to franchise a business, I'm going to franchise a business, I know I'm going to get a good return on my money. That's like a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Wendy's, a Chipotle, because I know people, are, I know it's going to always be packed with people. When you when you franchise a business that is not a nationally known business, it may not work. Just because, you know, it works in your area, sneaky sins may not work where I'm at. Even though it's a diner type of restaurant, it's not going to work in my area because, <clears throat> one, no one's ever heard of a Sneaky Sam. So until they hear the reviews of how good the food is, people are going to be skeptical to try it. 
not to say that Seeky Sands has bad food. It's just that people are going to be skeptical to try it because they've never heard of it. Because I watch Shark Tank and people are always trying to, because they're the first to do something, they want to franchise their business or not franchise but make it a subscription service to where people will pay, you know, get a monthly subscription. But if you're, like, these, like, I watched the episode where these two women were out in, were living out in L.A. And they realized that the business that they started was like an event planning type business. And it was something, you know, the type of event planning business they created. They was like, oh, we can franchise this and put it all over. But it's okay if you want to franchise, but you can't franchise your business so soon when you improve, you haven't proven that it's a moneymaker. Yes, you're doing okay, because if you were doing good, you wouldn't need you wouldn't have needed to come to Shark Tank. So they were told they shouldn't, they should wait on franchising. But they already started the process, and already have people who wanted to franchise. It's like in New York, there was uh, I forgot what kind of it was like a um, I think it was like a you know like the ice cream you know those the ice cream carts that you like you see the guys in the park with the ice cream carts selling ice cream. It was, it was, he had a business, and it was like the cart idea, but I forgot what he was selling, and he was talking about franchising that, and they, you know, the sharks tell them, you know, when people come in there talking about franchising or want to expand, if you, if you, if you're prop, if you're not doing that good, with just the one product you got, <laughs> they, they're going to tell you that you shouldn't expand until you get this one product to where it needs to be and know that it could, while you expand it, it'll still be generating you some money. Mm-hmm. So speaking of, um, you're not getting me sung up. I can't afford no Ray-Bans. I'll get you sunglasses from the dollar store. Wow. You think Ray-Bans is cheap? They're not cheap. You got to remember, it's the thought that counts. You said... 
You need sunglasses. It shouldn't matter where they came from. And you should be grateful that you got sunglasses. Okay. Okay. So if I were to get you some cookware and it's not Wolfgang Puff, Wolfgang Puck or Emerald, you got us. I'm not going to be I mad. If I, huh? I don't care what so, the pots and pans. I don't buy my pots so and pans I, based off of some famous so, person's name is on the pot. No, 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 no. So if I got you a cookware set from Walmart, you 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 still be happy? Yes, because it's gonna work just the same. See, see, people get you know when celebrities put their name on products, people only buy it because it has a celebrity's name on it. Just think, right? You get in it. You you got you you buy an air fryer because it had Emerald's name on it. You could have bought the same kind of air fryer without without it having Emerald's name on it. It'd be way less cheaper than the one that has Emerald Lagasse's name on it. But people who buy things because it has a celebrity's name on it. If it didn't have a celebrity's name on it, they wouldn't give it a second thought. Like, a person who's into fashion, they're not going to buy clothes from Walmart. Everything is going to have to be name brand for them. That's not me. So I don't need pots and pans with a celebrity's <laughs> name on it or or some famous chef's name on it. Regular pots and pans from Walmart, Target, or whatever, even the dollar store, I wouldn't have a problem with. Because it's going to do the same thing that those expensive pans with the celebrity's name on it. It's going to do the same thing. No, no, because the thing about that is it's it's different in craftsmanship. Dude, let me me explain something to you. You think, oh, it's a better product, but to honestly tell you the truth, I I forgot what I was watching, but I was watching a TV show where the person said, oh, you think, oh, you think because you got this product, oh, it's better than another product, just the same as it? He said, no. Let's let's use Lay's as an example, right? Got Lay's potato chips, right? And then you got Wise. He was, the way the guy was saying it is that Wise and Lay's use the same manufacturer. So you're just really paying for the name. 
Wise and Lay's use the same manufacturer who make the chips. So the same manufacturer may make your chips and put your name and your logo all on the chips. Same manufacturer may make my chips, put my name, my logo on the chip bag. And the chips are coming from the mm-hmm. same factory. That's basically what he was saying, like, all these products you buy because it's, oh, a celebrity or someone famous name is attached to it, that Mm -hmm. these companies use the same factory to make the same item. (laughs) So say, like, the manufacturer, say Thursday, the manufacturer uses the machine to make the type of chips you make. Friday, use the machine to make the type of chips I make. Same potatoes, same factories making it. It's just that it's two different different companies receiving the same item. Okay. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Many minutes is left in the show. Hmm. So I'm okay with getting if you if you buying pots and pans for me from Walmart, Target, or any. Even the dollar store, I'll be okay with it. Cause you'll be surprised the the pots and pans or or whatever you bought from the dollar store may last longer than the thing you bought with with a celebrity's name on it. Yep. Okay. Already, already, already. So, yeah. So, as I mentioned at the top of the show, before we got into any topics, that road to stardom is on AMP. AMP is an app owned by Amazon that you can do radio from. You can do so. Basically, you could do a talk show. You could do your podcast from AMP. You can do, you know, whatever. If you do radio, if you play music, you can do a music show. Um. So, like I said, around one to two in the morning, I did my first show on AMP. And so what I did, so while I was doing the show, I did a music show. And while I was doing the show, you know, there were people who also have shows on AMP that were telling me, you know, that when people come into your, because you can also just like, on Blog Talk, how there's a chat, and you can chat with the people as they listen to the show. They also have that. 
They also have where you can enable for people to call during your show, and you could, you know, take calls during the show. And so the person was telling me, like, so when people come, you know, to listen to your show or whatever, you know, if they follow, if they follow you, you know, go, you know, go follow them back. Because this is how you would, you know, um, expand your audience. So when I ended the show, I saw I had three likes. I was like, wow. I just started and already I got three. Because you can see when people come into your show, you can see their icon. You can see that, that they're listening. So I followed the two people that were helping me out by giving me info about the the AMP app. And mm-hmm. it's only for iPhones and iPads. So you can download it to your iPad. You can download it on your iPhone. They haven't. Mm-hmm. They don't have the Android version yet. Because they're testing it, I, I guess this is Amazon's way of testing it out to see if it works. Because you know, if it if it if it if it didn't work, they would they would get rid of the app. <laughs> Nick Cannon's on there. He has a podcast on there. There's other people, you know, other people with podcasts on there. Um, is this free? Yes, it's it's free. You just download the app, make a profile, and then on the left hand side in the corner you will see it says create, and then you'll be able to create a show, create a. So when you if you're doing a music type show, when you're doing a music type show, you have to make a playlist of the songs that. You're going to play on the show So Amp has it where On the app where you make the play You can search for the songs You want to play Be it today's music Or back or music from back in the day That you That you love listening to So what I did was I have a playlist On Spotify So I did So I took one of my Spotify playlist and use that for my first show. I did this. I searched every artist I had on my playlist list, and whichever ones came up, that's the songs I played. But the problem, you gotta have good Wi-Fi. You gotta have good Wi-Fi because if you don't, (laughs) and your Wi-Fi decides to go in and out on you. It'll sound like your, it'll sound like your, that there's static in your mic, even though there's technically you're not on the mic, but it sounds like there's static, and it, it it's terrible when it sounds like static while the music is playing. Then nobody can really hear. I don't know if they hear the static, but that's what I was hearing while doing the show. So I don't know if the people listening heard the static. But I heard it, and I didn't like it. And what I like mm-hmm. is once you're done, they ask you 
they they give you a little survey to ask you how was the show. Did was it a good show, a bad show, and then they ask you how was the audio. Was the audio good? Was the audio bad? So if the audio wasn't all that good, if it wasn't your fault, my God, that's why I said you got to have good Wi-Fi. But if the audio was a little, you know, you said, oh, not good, by you answering these questions, it gives them feedback to let them know that they need to fix the audio. And it's all done, like I said, through your phone, your iPhone, or iPad. Because I was going to download it to my tablet because I don't have an iPad. But then when I what, went... Use Jaden. He doesn't have Where's one. Where's Jaden's iPad? He doesn't have one. He had an iPad before me. So he had an iPad at I was like, oh, let me download it to my tablet. This would be good. To use my tablet But then It's like nope They don't have an Android version yet It's just the iPhone and iPad And I get it You know when people are starting You know creating apps And they do iPhone You know iPhone first And um They do the iPhone iOS first Mm-hmm. And instead of Android, like I get it, cause, cause they see it as majority of the people have iPhones than Androids. Okay. But as soon as you put out the app for iPhone, that's when you get to working on the Android version, because. And how how long can your show be? What you said, dude? How long can your show be? So, yeah, you're going to... Um, once they do the Android version, it's going to be... Once they do the Android version, it's be good for me because I can use my tablet. No, I don't my, have to use my, my question, phone. My, my question to you was, how long can the show be? And so as long as you want it. So as you're, just like how we're doing the show right now, and there's a timer to let me know how many minutes is left in the show. So there's the same thing on AMP, where in the left-hand corner, there's a timer, and it also says, and it also has the button if you want to end the show. You know, you might want to be on, say, for 20, you might want to do, let's say, a 20-minute show. You want, you're want doing it so people could get familiar yeah, with who you are and what your, what your show is going to be about. So there's no, you don't set the time. The time is set for you. The time is already there, so... You can stay as long as you want. You can you can reschedule a show. You can do that as well. Because when I ended the show, it was like... Well, maybe... We, so can you have a co-host on the show? Mm. <coughs> Hold on a second. 
That I don't know because everybody has, I don't think so, unless a person calls in. So they have where you can enable people to call in. So if a person calls in and they can say, well, I'm the co-host, but you're only allowed, I think it was up to, I think, five calls at a time. So you can do music shows, you can do a podcast. I think Mike might get a lot up to five people on the line watching live. And it's streaming twenty four seven. So doesn't matter what time of the, the night, what time of the day, there's always going to be somebody on doing a live show. You know, when you, when you sign up, they ask you to pick the category, like your category, like as far as if you pick your category, you say, okay, my show is gonna be about music. Then you put click music. Then they they break it down into the different genres, and then you pick the different genres you like. Mhm. Okay. So if you pick entertainment, you know they're gonna be like, you know, as far as entertainment goes, you know you're gonna do like gossip, like that type of thing. You know, hmm. interesting. Yeah, Joe Button has a show on here. Nicki Minaj, Nick Cannon. So Nick Cannon's show is called The Daily Cannon. Okay. Joe Buttons is called Conversation, Lovers Only, and it's featuring somebody, so you can't have a co-host. You can't have a co-host. Okay. That's what we need to do. So Candy Burris is also on here. With her show Candy Coded Live. But like I said, um I'll tell you in let me see. So you pick your top so when you're setting up your show, you're gonna have put your title and you're gonna put the topics that go with your title. So if it's a music show, you're going to say music, you're going to say R&B, if it's R&B that's going to be playing, or whatever genre of music. You're only allowed three topics to, to put for people to find your show through your topics. You're going to put the title, the show detail. If you're adding music, if you're doing a talk show and you're adding music, 
they have it where you can set it where if the song has curses in it so people know that it has explicit lyrics, explicit explicit music. If it's not going to be that type of music, then you just shut the, shut it off to let them know it's not that type of music. <clears throat> then it has where listeners can capture and share 30 seconds of audio clips of your show. So say like you're in a deep conversation and somebody hears it and say, oh, I like this this part right here of the show. They can take that part and they can they can capture and take that part and share it to get people to come listen to your show. Uh-huh. Okay. And like I said, you can set it up. So they have a calendar to where if I say, okay, I don't want to do a show tonight, I could pick a day where I want to do my next show, and it will be set for that day. So it's the 6th, so I could set it for the 8th. So it will be set for the 8th, and then whatever time I pick, that's the time. Whatever time I pick is the time I will do the show. So I could say, oh, it's two. Let's say it's 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 twelve a.m. Right? It's twelve forty-two a.m. right now. Let's say uh-huh. I say Friday at twelve a.m. I want to do a show. I could set it like that. Okay. That's pretty cool. And the, the only reason why I did this is to expand what I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. So that they say, oh, this is good music. And then I can mention, you know, my other, this station while doing the show on AMP. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come over here and listen and say, oh, she played the same kind of music over here, too. Gotcha. And just like on Block Talk, people can follow you. The same thing on here. You can follow other people, and you'll get a notification when they go live. And you can click it and check out their show. Okay. Well, if you have not done so already for the listeners... And on your profile page, any shows you've done will be listed on your profile page. So I have four followers, and I'm following two people. And those are the two people who helped me, who was giving me info while I was doing my show last night. Mm-hmm. So somebody's show is called, somebody's podcast is called Dumb as Fuck. But they spell fuck, F-U with the two X's. You know, they, they're not putting a C-K, but you know what, it, but you know what they mean. So, mm-hmm. 
I haven't listened to any of their shows, and they have a lot of shows. So they've been doing this for a while. So they have, so, so it's dumb, it's dumb radio, and it's 88BNF, it's 88BNKFM, and the show is Blessed Beats. And bars, so I guess it's a hip hop. Guess it's hip hop. So they've been doing it since. Okay, they've been doing. Well, they've been doing it since June. They started in June. They've been doing it since June. The next show that they will be on is. Um, Friday at 2.25 p.m., Saturday at 7, see, at 7.30 in the morning, I so this one, so the Saturday show is Southside Saturdays featuring Oli, O-O, featuring Old School Aunt White. So I guess this person is the owner of this of the station and different people do shows. Or they do mm-hmm. the show and they ha- they have a guest. And like I said, when you set up when you set up a show So they have it where you can do draft shows where you can pre-record yourself and save it as a draft, and then you can use it as a show. You can put your own music. Oh, so if you want it, so they have it where if you heard a song on AMP, you can save it. And you have a folder that says my music, and it'll be all the songs that you heard through Amp. And so I was on for an hour and ten minutes, my first show. Then they have the button where you can sh- you copy the link. And you can share it to whatever to your platform, different platforms. So once I finish here, I may go do a second show. I don't know. <laughs> Depending on how I feel, I might go and do a second show. Okay. Well, if you haven't done so already, go join the Six Eyes Radio Network group. Just like it sounds, Six Eyes Radio Network group. Go join. You have to tell them it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. 
Because you say join the group, but you don't tell them where where they the group is. They're not going to know. <laughs> Thank you, Rose. Uh, yeah, it, it's on Facebook. The Six Eyes Radio Network group is on Facebook. Love to have you join. Tell a friend. Yeah. Just Google. Just Google Six Eyes Radio Network. And everything that has to do with Six Eyes Radio Network will pop up in the Google search. Let's see. Got 10 minutes left in the show. So, what's today? So... The 19th is the Promote Your Business Show. That's for entrepreneurs, business owners, artists. Anyone with something to promote can call us to 845-277-9356. I got to get used to saying this number, meaning that they changed my number. For those Mm -hmm. of you who listen to the show, you know the old number was 347 202 And I remember that like that. This one's going to take me a while. <laughs> and I hope they don't do it again to where they change the number once I get used to this number. I think I'm going to call it a night because we done talked a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, for Road to Stardom, myself, Six Eyes, want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Check her out every night, the Indie Experience on Road to Stardom Radio. And once you have that number memorized, I'm going to have to say it every day since you got it memorized. <laughs> so she can just rattle it off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we want to thank you all for listening. Good night. God bless. And always, if you missed it, check her out on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Apple Radio Podcast, Road to Stardom is everywhere. Good night, America. I appreciate you. Thanks for joining me, Six. Thanks for having me. So, Good night, America. Tell people when to come to your station, when, what time is the next show? Well, tomorrow um, on the Six Eyes Radio Network is Truth of the Matter with Doug Quick. That's at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, 6 Pacific. And that's where we get we get the truth of what's going on in the world. So uh, check that out. Great message. 
And uh, we got to have a balance. You know, with music, we got to have a balance as well. Got to know what's going on in the world. Make sure you check that out with uh, Quick Tomorrow on the Six Guys Radio Network. Phone number to the Six Guys Radio Network is 424-243-9617. That's 424-243-9617. Relevant Radio, what you really want, the Six Guys Radio Network. Thank you. Yep. Because that is a new show. Because Missionary Ken had his show. The Jumbo Royal show that comes on on Thursdays. So what happened with that? Well, we still got that going. Um, but once uh, Blog Talk works out of the situation out, that's where that show will go on there. So Blog Talk, get y'all stuff together so we can launch. All righty. So I'm going to say peace, one love. I appreciate everybody for rocking with your girl, keep rocking with your girl on the Road to Stardom Radio. And if you are on Amp, look up Road to Stardom. And check out the shows. And make sure y'all support Road to Stardom. So I would say... (laughs) Bye-bye, as you can hear in the background. They are still blowing fireworks. You're sleepy. So go to bed. No, I'm not sleepy. No, I'm not sleepy. They are blowing fireworks still. And they're loud. Sing a song for us (laughs) if you're not sleepy. Ladies and gentlemen, road to stardom. Go ahead. La, 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 la. There you go. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. Good night, America. (laughs) Good night. All right. (laughs) Good night. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 